Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Saturday Night at the Seeing Eye. Man, are we jumping today. <laughs> I hope everyone has had a great day. Mine has been quite busy. However, this afternoon, I got a little bit of a chance to chill. And you know what? I needed it. <laughs> Dog guide school is quite busy, and there really isn't much in the way of downtime, so that when you do get it, oh, do I ever appreciate it. So I'm going to start by just giving you a basic overview of what happened with us today, and then I want to finish up by giving you a basic description of the building that we are in. A couple of folks had asked about some specifics about the type of room that we're in and that type of thing. So I just thought I would give a little description of what things are like here to as we live here. This really does become our home uh, for two and a half or three and a half weeks, depending on whether this is our first puppy dog or not. Um, so first of all, this morning, we got up bright and early at 5.30. Nice and chilly outside. I took Mr. Astro out and he did his work. And he was ready for his breakfast. And he, <laughs> he's still eating every bit of his food. And that's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> so I came back in and took care of my needs and got ready for breakfast at 7 o'clock. And we had for breakfast a, a cream of rice um, hot cereal, I think. It was good. I had some of it. And a sandwich. Most everybody had a sausage, egg, and cheese. Mine was just egg and cheese sandwich and some melon slices and some orange juice and coffee. It was good. And then we headed out and um, went into town. Now today was a rather unique day. Gee, what a surprise. Hasn't that been our whole journey here at the Seeing Eye? There really hasn't been anything about this trip that has been typical. Um, <laughs> but isn't that the way life is? <laughs> so today in Morristown, the St. Patrick's Day parade was held. So even very early when we got in, even before 8 o'clock, they were starting to set up. Great. And it was just getting beautiful we had a lot of snow melted yesterday. That was great. Um, now they're starting to set up stands and block off streets. All kind of good stuff. Well, this is what the dogs are trained to do. So you might as well practice it here. So I went out third in our class of four. I was kind of glad because it was a little bit warmer when I went out. And a lot of the snow had been moved to the side. I know that the town worked really hard for the parade route to get it cleared. And it was. It was quite good. And what our instructor did was treated it like a practice solo. Because the real thing is tomorrow. And I'll explain in a minute what that means. So I really didn't have the route committed to memory. Um, it's hard for me, as uh, before, without actually doing the route, to, to recite it in, in my brain. I remember that there are three rights, a left and a right, and a couple of street crossings, and then 
I think there's a right and another left and then a right and oh. So I'm not quite right on that. Ha 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 ha. Okay, enough of the jokes. Right on. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I am actually going to go over the route this evening after the last um, park time of the evening. But they're not really all that interested in you knowing Morristown. What they want to know is how you handle and read your dog. That's what they're interested in. Because for most of us, although we do have one class member that's local, um, uh, for most of us, Morristown is not so important for us to know inside and out, upside down and backwards. So, so just for um, a lot of times, uh, um, it's just good practice to have a basic idea of the route that you're that you're walking. So um, I will learn my route, make sure that I know what's up, what's down, what's inside out and backwards. However, what they're really looking for is how do I work with Astro? Do I follow Astro when he steps to the left? Do I follow him when he steps to the right, or do I argue with him? Um, am I picking up on his communication? I know that on one of the other podcasts we talked about the harness, the U-shaped handle on the harness, and this is how you pick up on these signals. Um, I have been reading him quite well, but sometimes a little extra added stress, sometimes you forget or you miss a cue or two. Well, I'm sure that's going to happen. It will happen quite a few times while I'm here. This is why I'm here, because I've not worked with Astro very long. So this is why I need to spend as much time as possible learning how to read his cues. As of last night at dinner time, we started working our doggies in harness in the building. Now, let me talk with you a bit about the building. Now, this is a big building. It has a very long main hallway that goes all the way from the dining room area all the way past offices, the main lobby area, more offices, more offices, to the residence center. In my mind, this is probably not at all what it really looks like, I think in terms of the shape of a dumbbell. And the round one round end of the dumbbell is the dining room area the other round end of the dumbbell is the residence and the long hallway of course is the bar in the middle now that's you know if you were to actually see it there's a lot more too especially the main hallway there's plenty of offices and but just for my needs what's important for me to know is the dining area the long hallway and the residence the dining area has not only two dining rooms, it has a cafeteria line, it also has several beautiful lounges. And there are several doors heading outside to a patio area where in the nice weather we might eat our meals or entertain company um, when company is allowed, which is, for me, it'll be next weekend. For the new students, it'll be next weekend and the weekend after. And that's on Saturday and Sundays from 2 to 4. It's not much time, but that's not why we're here. Although it is a lot of fun to have company come and visit. So, um, the residence 
all is um, actually it's been gone it's gone through re quite a few renovations and I'm still adjusting to the new changes but it's not hard I've done well there are four wings with rooms of course you're downstairs north wing you're downstairs south and wait for it upstairs you got it upstairs north wing upstairs south oh I knew you were all so smart and what they do is um, they have one men's wing downstairs and one women's wing downstairs. And the same goes for upstairs. And they seem to alternate it. Like, I'm downstairs in the north wing. The upstairs north wing is men. And it's the opposite on the other side. Also, downstairs in the south wing, which is where the men are now, there's a beautiful lounge that has a piano. And actually, I haven't nosed around in there too much, but there are chairs and tables and I think there might be coffee in there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, and maybe some... I haven't looked at it. I have to go nose around in there. Um, beautiful piano. We, we were jamming in there the other night. Even though it was a men's lounge, I sneaked in. Don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun. And um, it's just a nice, comfortable place to sit. There's also a television in there for anybody who might be interested. Um, okay, so there's also the nurse's lounge and the nurse's office. If you need anything from the nurse at all, you will find her there. We have four or five nurses that alternate um, uh, duty, you know, and they stay 24 hours. So there's always at least one nurse on duty uh, at any given time. And, okay, so then um, on the other side, which is the north wing, is the women. This is where I uh, am living. There is also another lounge, a women's lounge. It's amazing how that works. This one does not have a piano, darn it. Uh, it has a television, lots of comfortable seating. And just a nice, quiet place to sit. There's a refrigerator in there and a microwave, um, sink. I don't know if there's a coffee machine in there. I'll have to go look. And so it's just a nice place to, to you know, anybody who wants to get together and maybe talk or play a game or watch television. Um, one thing that's very important to the seeing eye is that you socialize with classmates because it gives you a chance to control your dog in a social environment. And many of us, once we get home, like to get together with friends and, you know, all the way up to conventions, attendance at conventions. So we want our dogs to be able to handle dealing with other people, other dogs, and at times a little bit of craziness. And we have had that in this class. <laughs> all right, so then there's a lot of uh, doors that separate the... the um, wings from each other and from the main area. Helps with sound. It helps, like especially with the lounges, if people are socializing in the lounges and others would like to go to sleep, the sound isn't quite as, as loud uh, with these separated doors. It also gives you a chance for your dogs to learn how to point out doorknobs and that type of thing. So, um, then you have the staircase up to the second floor. And the second floor is pretty similar, except that rather than two lounges, there's one main lounge. And this is where we do 
our lectures, because um, there's 20 of us in this class. There can be as many as 24 in a class. So they, want, they need to have enough space for 20 people, 20 dogs and instructors to be able to fit and comfortably to the point where they're not sitting on top of each other. Um, there's also a TV up there, a piano, guitars, games. Um, it's equipped with a lot of furniture, tables, chairs, coffee tables, and the highlight, the highlight of the upstairs common lounge is a wonderful coffee machine that has so much more than coffee. It's got coffee, it's got hot chocolate, mocha latte, <coughs> excuse me, hot water for tea, French vanilla, cappuccino, and oh, it's so good. So yummy. <coughs> and the best part, you don't have to pay like you do when you go to Starbucks. <laughs> and so that's available at all times. <coughs> Excuse me. So if you get up at 5.30, take care of your dog and get yourself taken care of. Head down there. You can get have yourself a, or in my case, it's up there. Have yourself a, a coffee or a chocolate before breakfast. And it's very nice. Um... And again, there are two uh, wings, a men and women's wing upstairs. It's very nice, very comfortable. And um, <coughs> several different staircases that take you down to your uh, park area to relieve your dog. There are several different doors to go out to get your dogs out to that relief area. That way, you don't have 20 students all trying to cram through one door. Uh, which is very, very good. If you come out of the residence center and start walking down that long hallway that I talked about, you'll be going by offices on either side. Now, this is kind of interesting. A lot of these offices have staff members that, you know, you might want to talk to about different things. There's also two very important staff members that you will definitely encounter in the hallway. Their names are Crosby and Nash. They're nice. They're so nice. Four-footed friends that purr. And they know when the dogs are new and they know their job so well, they know just how to come out and get some attention on them from new wonderful doggies. Yes, what a distraction. <laughs> so yes, Crosby and... Crosby and Nash are very, very good at their jobs. They're also very sweet. Sweet kitty cats. They're not allowed in the residence area, and they're not allowed in the dining area, but they sure do peruse that long hallway till rather late in the evening, so it gives a person a great chance to deal with any potential distractions on the kitties. So you go down this long hallway, past the first set of offices, to the main lobby. And this is an area that has a fireplace, some chairs, comfortable chairs. And it's a night I used to, when I came in to visit folks who were here, I would have a seat in one of those chairs just waiting um, for the person I was seeing to come down. Um, well, I always seem to get greeted by Crosby and Nash. At one point I had one on the arm of the chair and one on the back of the chair. And my doggie was very good. So then, if you continue on down towards the dining hall, you're going past more offices. Now, another thing that happens quite often 
is that people in these offices might have a dog in the office with them. It might be a dog in, that's, you know, in training that needs a little time in an office for whatever reason. Maybe um, it could be a dog that's being boarded at the seeing eye while a handler is either having a medical uh, procedure or off somewhere where the dog is better off not being taken. Any number of reasons, but as you walk down this hallway, there very well could be other dog distractions. Plus, our uh, receptionist, who has so many more jobs than just receptionist, um, has a working guide herself. So you always have to be prepared that your dog could distract. So this, this long um, promenade, if you will, down this hallway isn't just a stroll in the park. There, there, might be, there could be any number of things that might interest your dog. So it gives you a chance to work your dog. Be prepared, be ready, and if necessary, correct a problem. You, if you continue straight ahead, you will walk right into the first dining room. And this is a, the main dining room. This is where we start when we come into class. We have our meals. We sit with our own specific classes and have our meals. This afternoon for lunch, we actually continued through this dining room into what's known as the terrace dining room. And this, oh yes, we had lunch and dinner this evening on the terrace. It was quite nice. <laughs> um, they, they moved our seats, so we were sitting with different people. And it's more of a restaurant setup where the tables are a little bit more like what you would find in a restaurant. Um, and it just gives you a chance for, you to learn, for your dog to learn a new chair. <laughs> just when the poor puppy dog <laughs> thinks he knows where your chair is, you switch it up on him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's what we did today, and it was quite quite fun, quite good. And um, if just short of the dining room, if you stop yourself before heading into the dining room, you can make a left turn and head into an area that has several different very comfortable lounges. This is where you go when you have company, and I'll have some company next weekend. So I will uh, meet them in one of those lounges. The seeing eye takes the attitude that the residence center is your home for two and a half weeks. So they really don't want people that you don't know parading through your home. So they prefer that when you have company, they are entertained in the what's known as the Eustace Lounge. It's a big room, lots of comfy groupings so that Several folks who might have company can entertain at the same time. There's also coffee and lemonade and iced tea and water available for them. And uh, they used to have a volunteer that would come in and make sure everybody knew that they had company. They don't have that any longer, but believe me, we will figure it out. So there you have it. That's a bit of a description. I'm sure that I have forgot something. The grounds themselves are very beautiful at the Seeing Eye. They, were main, they are maintained by an expert groundskeeping crew. Uh, they have done a phenomenal job at getting the snow cleaned up as much as they could. Uh, hopefully, we, we may see some more shortly. I'm hoping not. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've had a, my fill of snow, believe me. So it's a beautiful property. Um, and 
the seeing eye takes the attitude that, look, just because you're blind doesn't mean everything is, has to be white walls, white towels, white floors. Everything is color-coordinated um, and done in a very, very tasteful fashion. And if I haven't told you how awesome the food is, the food is very awesome. Tonight for dinner, we had uh, shrimp scampi over rice. Uh, the dessert was a lemon bar that was absolutely phenomenal. They also have a salad plate available at lunch and dinner, plus a sandwich. And if there's just nothing, nothing, nothing that appeals to you, they will make you something, whether it's a cheese sandwich, a PBJ. They are so sweet. They are so kind. And they will do whatever they can to help you get through this time in the best possible way. Oftentimes, uh, on the weekends, uh, people order pizza. We are losing an hour's sleep this evening. So I think maybe the pizza might come tomorrow night. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that might be the better. Celebrate the completion of the solo tomorrow morning, maybe with some pizza. So we shall see. I have a real Jones for a good piece of pizza, so I'm going to ask how folks feel about pizza tomorrow night. Well, it's been a long podcast this evening. I do thoroughly enjoy talking with everyone. And uh, again, I can't thank several folks enough for their kindness to help share these podcasts with those who are having trouble accessing. I wish I had an answer because it just seems like some of the issues are separate. So why some folks can access these podcasts without trouble and others work so hard to try to get them and they can't. But I'm so fortunate to have wonderful folks that um, are able to get these to the other folks so they can enjoy them. So thank you to Cindy, to Andrea, and I, I, I really appreciate that. So until tomorrow, I am going to go because it's just about time to take my wonderful Astro Boy outside for his last park time. Everyone, please have an awesome and safe Saturday evening. God bless you.